We're starting the podcast. Oh, sorry. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, that was awesome. In five, four, three, okay. two, one. Hi, guys. It's Jillian. Welcome to our eighth episode of the NYT Antics podcast. We are at episode eight. Thank you so much if you are listening. If you are listening before you go on any farther, please subscribe to the podcast on whatever listening streaming platform you are on and share it with your friends. If you tell your friends, I'll give you a high five next time I see you. Yeah. I can't prove that, but... <laughs> Like, I, I, it'll be a really good high five. <laughs> Today, we are talking about our second fall show in our Cyprus. It's not second. It's the, I mean, I guess it comes later, but it's like, it's, it's a show in the Cyprus campus. And it is Frozen, and it is directed by Lisa Morales. Lisa, can you say hi? Hello. Lisa is here to talk about all things Frozen so that you know your director, you know the show, and you have... Plenty and plenty and plenty of reasons to come and audition. Before we start, I want to ask Tracy Bear, um, can you tell us our <laughs> show dates for Frozen? Do you know them? I actually do. I wrote them down somewhere. No, it was on a piece of paper. I do know the show dates. Yes, Tracy, you do. And November 15th, 16th, and 17th. Nice. I think... <laughs> I'm pretty... Are there school day shows for Frozen? There are no school day shows for Frozen. Oh, okay. So on Friday, it's the 7 o'clock. I actually can do this. Saturday, it's 2. It's on the website. So we have four performances. Friday, 11.15 at 7 p.m. Saturday, 11.16 at 2 p.m. and 5 p.m. Sunday, 11.17 at 2 p.m. So there are no school day shows. Wonderful. Not wonderful. I wish there were more performances, but it's good to know the information. Um, thank you, Tracy, for all that wonderful information, Tracy. Thank you for looking that up, Tracy. You're welcome. Um, Tracy's our production coordinator for the Cyprus manager, Cyprus area producer. You heard it here first, folks. And this is Lisa Morales. You actually know kind of a lot about her because of our sixth episode of NYT Antics, where she talked about her creative career path and all the things that led her to doing, to ending up here at good old NYT. And we're glad that she's here to direct this show for us. Um, I just want to do actually first a little debriefing on Lion King for people who don't know. Um, that show was ages 15 and under, because uh, that's just how the rights are. Right. And it ended up being very spectacular. It was the first Cypress show, and I think they had like roughly 30 people in the cast, right? Yeah. There's right. 30. It was, um, it was so impressive to see all these kids come together and create such an interesting and such a like enjoyable show to watch. And so I'm really excited for all of those kids that I got to see in Lion King and that I got to enjoy their, um, their singing, dancing, and their acting to come and do Frozen, which is such a loved, a beloved Disney movie like Lion King is, and I'm excited to see them put their own twist and their own spin on it. I know Jenny was Lion King choreographer, right? Mm -hmm. And now she's mm -hmm. Frozen choreographer. Um, do you know? Do you want? So to we had a wonderful team for Lion King, mm -hmm. and something that the Lion Team cat, Lion King cast, continues to say is Lion King forever, right? <laughs> because everybody had just an extraordinary time. The team was incre incredible. Justin Parks was the yeah. director. 
right? Um, I vocal directed um, Jim Halford was the assistant director and Jenny Gallegos was our choreographer. And so just capitalizing on that experience and how much fun the kids had and what a wonderful production it turned out to be. Which, you know, when we started that venture, we weren't sure what was going to come of it. And it just turned out so wonderfully. Um, Jenny Gallegos is returning as our choreographer for Frozen. Uh, Jim is going to do some music directing and so excited about the things that we are doing with the music of Frozen, which is different from the music of the movie. Um, And... uh, and yeah, it's going to be a great, a great team. Erica Gallegos is also joining us as assistant director. Oh, that's so. So, I actually didn't know that. That is so cool. Yeah, I love it's going to be a ton of fun. Erica was um, one of the counselors at the um, teen camp in what's it called Trinity Pines uh, two years ago, and she was, and this year she was here this year as well. Um, and it was just she's really cool, and she is really on fire for Jesus, and so that's mm-hmm. really cool to be to put that around um, teens my age and children and whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm really excited for her to return. So, what is the thing that you are most excited? Actually, you can do more than one, but what is the Ooh. few things that you are <laughs> most excited about for this show, Frozen specifically? So I'm really excited about doing something unexpected with Frozen because everybody has um, something in their mind from the movie and from the experiences that they have had with sort of the Disney movie Mm -hmm. and specifically the song Let It Go tends Mm -hmm. to come up a lot when you talk about Frozen. So I'm super, (laughs) imagine that. Um, I'm super excited about (laughs) about doing something unexpected. So from the way that Let It Go is sung, which can be totally different from anything that folks have heard if you have... Um, like at the beginning of the podcast, absolutely. that's very different than I think absolutely. what oh anyone has heard. Ever. I think it's nobody gets to hear that ever again for what we can do with a musical. <laughs> it really is. Oh, maybe don't say that. I don't. Th- I mean, it's, this is really not fair, especially when I don't have. <laughs> don't spit spinach on the mic. Like don't a microphone dare. for this podcast, I knew this and I, y'all can't say like, no, this is not okay. I knew it would happen. Is there spinach on the microphone, Tracy Bear? <laughs> is there spinach on the microphone? Tell me right now. Just a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Knew it. So from the way that that we handle things that are sort of expected in unexpected ways to really, I think, one of the central, um, oh, interesting and fun challenges is um, getting profound thoughts and creating a profound message um, crafting that from the material and the yeah. tools that we have in Frozen. And and I actually think there's a lot to be done. I think that contrast between Anna and Elsa uh, from Love is an Open Door to even what Elsa is struggle, struggling with. So what Anna, the material she's given versus the material Elsa's given yeah. and that relationship. And there's just a ton of stuff that we can That's do. super cool. So very excited about yeah. that. Um, speaking of finding a profound message, have you been thinking or have you figured out um, how Frozen, like the themes in Frozen, relate to more biblical-based yeah, themes? Yeah, actually. So, you guys, I kind of see very um, exciting and profound things. Something that I said during the audition workshop is, you know, all of us deal with just stuff in the past, whether regrets or maybe it's something that you said or done Mm -hmm. or maybe it's part of something you think is who you are and you don't know what to do with that and sort of the message I think of the gospel in one way Mm -hmm. in one sense is 
So you have a God and you have a Savior who doesn't want you to live in that space mm-hmm. of um, sort of grief and uh, a contracting spirit, if you will, or, mm-hmm. or really feeling squeezed and like you, you can't live abundantly. And so the verse that the team uh, really thought through and loved for this show is from Isaiah 43. Um, So very familiar scripture, um, verses 18 and 19, which just says, forget the former things, right? Don't dwell on the past. Um, See, I am doing a new thing. Now it springs up. Do you perceive it? I'm making a way in the wilderness and streams in the wasteland. And the truth is that very familiar verse that we think of as Old Testament is really a gospel verse. I mean, this is the whole point, you guys, of what we believe in our faith and what Jesus brings to us. And it's that we can live in abundance and we are not limited by anything um, because of our identity in Christ. And so I'm really hoping to get that message of empowerment and freedom um, to our cast and through the show and to audiences who come. That's so cool. I didn't I didn't even think about that because, in general, the themes that you hear that people, at least the media, likes to focus on is like, oh, uh, Elsa didn't need a male helper. Elsa didn't need anyone to come save her. And that's what people tend to like to focus on. And that's usually the only, like, female empowerment is the only message you really get from Frozen. But there really is a lot more. There really is a lot more there than just um, empowering yourself. There's a lot of. um, in empowering others and finding power not in yourself and what you can do, right? but in your relationship with Jesus and sometimes even in your relationship with others and how you um, find like joy and strength and things. Right. Having well, a good relationship with your siblings yeah. as Absolutely. well. That can, everybody can <laughs> yeah. come away loving their brothers and sisters. That's You're always Not important. getting annoyed with them. We always need much. some of You're that. You're so funny. What a mom. <laughs> yes. And the thing about the this show is that I think is so um, pertinent and connects to each of us is this idea of not getting stuck in the past. Yeah. Because if you think about from the sibling relationship to Elsa literally walling herself off and just withdrawing from everybody, um, that sense of I am something or I have done something so bad that I just need to go hide and yeah. be by myself. That's a very human instinct. And again, I think the whole message of the gospel is we don't have to do it that way. Yeah. You know? That's so interesting. So building off of um, <coughs> that sort of like, what did I ask the most exciting thing about this show? Um, what is something different about our Frozen that from like the movie Frozen, something we're doing theatrically. Yay. So um, there's the movie Frozen, and then um, the boys and I, Sam and Colin and I, got to spend just a little bit of time in New York this summer, and we saw Frozen. And so we've got that context in our minds, too. And the Broadway show is different from the movie just inherently. It's not, mm-hmm. um, it's not the same. It's got a lot more elements. Um, some things that I'm still excited got to use that word i'm still Mm -hmm. excited about bringing out um there's some beautiful just choral nice pieces and moments where you're going to hear um truly fabulous singing i mean it's got to be just really skilled beautiful well crafted singing folks who really know what they're doing so i'm excited about offering those opportunities it's going to be very different from the movie in that way Um, And then um, certainly we're going to use staging and dancing. There's a lot of choreography involved with um, 
what is termed the summer chorus and the snow chorus and other choruses, mm-hmm. right? Uh, those are essentially dance choruses. Yeah. And um, so the ography is going to be very important to set up some of the special effects. And then there is the element of special effects from Yay. foggers to uh, how the magic, how else is magic. Are we doing projections? There should be projections, yes. We so. have, apparently projections are a new theme. Very cool that we are doing. Are we doing like snow projections or do you know specifically? Um, yes, there are snow projections. And what's kind of fun about it is if you go to the Broadway show, again, on Broadway, you're going to see this mix of projection with foggers and mm-hmm. hazers and special effects. So we're cool. going to be able to do some of the same things. That's Excited really cool. About that. What is your y'all's performance space? Like where are y'all performing? We are performing at Lone Star College Tomball at Yay. the Performing Arts Center. Yeah. Uh, so it's a great stage. It's got great space to it. That stage at that theater is certainly comparable to any professional theater um, in the area. And so, yeah, we're thrilled. What is, um, I want you to tell me about your, you can pick two, but probably just one, your favorite or favorite <laughs> uh, characters in the show and why you like them and what you think they represent. Oh, man, that's tough. Yes, it is. So there are a whole lot of directions to take there. I love Anna. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think the in some ways, even though people think of Frozen as Elsa's show, it's really Anna's show. The Anna gives you comedic relief and is so quirky and funny and kind and really exemplifies or shows us what love is in the context of this show. So Anna is super important, and yeah. I love her. The other um, character that's pretty fun mm-hmm. is Mr. Oaken of the Wondering <laughs> Oakens. He sings a song called Hig. He sings uh, a song? Mm-hmm, he does. Wait, called, called what? It's H-Y-G-G-E, Hig. Hig. And in the Broadway nice. version, they make a big deal a lot of that word, right? And then there's a lot of audience interaction, actually, from oh, this cool. guy, Mr. Oaken of the Wandering Oakens. Um, and, you know, the big shtick is he is selling beach attire mm-hmm. and beach stuff in the middle of snowing Arendelle yeah. and uh, at great discount. And he wants everybody to buy, you know, his beach stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's very funny. Now, I will tell you, in New York, if you see Frozen, you will see people in bodysuits um, who are doing all kinds of dancing, and you look at them and you think, oh my goodness, it appears as though they do not have clothing on. <laughs> and that is one way in which we probably will not replicate all right. the Broadway show. All right. However, uh, back to your question, Mr. Oaken, he's just funny. He's funny, interacts with the audience. It's a great opportunity just to yeah. have a little bit of fun in the midst of kind of a heavy story yeah. with Elsa and... What she's going through. Uh, Tracy Bear. Do you want to tell us who your favorite character is, Tracy? Oh, that's a great question. <laughs> Please tell us. <laughs> we want to hear. I think my favorite character would be Olaf. Woo! And why why is that, Tracy? <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead and tell me. I think part of it, again, mm-hmm. is just the, the comedic relief. Everybody smiles when they see Olaf. Mm-hmm. And... Um, just will be such a memorable part of mm-hmm. the show. Yeah, and, absolutely. And the Olaf that we have for this show is just amazing. And I'm so excited mm-hmm. for everyone to be able to see what 
NYT has done yeah. with mm-hmm. Olaf. Mm-hmm. It's like a how tall is the? Do you know how tall the prop is? Is it like three feet? I think it's like three and a half feet. It's four tall. Feet. It's, it's tall, yeah. and it, they have to be navigated by obviously an actor because the puppet does mm-hmm. not talk. That's not how puppets work, Tracy. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad you know that. Um, of course. I'm gonna take a different direction. My character, my favorite character. I don't know if it's my favorite character because obviously I like Anna. And when the movie came out, I was I was like, wow, I love Elsa and Anna. But um, I think now I appreciate what Disney did with Hans because a uh, spoiler alert: he ends up being the villain, which is something like I pride myself in knowing, like, and being able to be like, hey, hey, I saw that coming. But I. I don't know. I was only like what, fourteen, twelve, or fourteen. You I actually didn't see that coming. I actually didn't. I literally didn't. Woo-hoo. And I was like, I, I was pleasantly surprised by it. And I think that he's, I don't know. Maybe it's bad, but I love a good like human villain, not one that's like, mm. I do voodoo and I'm a sea witch and I'm a, a man with only one hand. I like <laughs> that he's like, he's a, you know, <laughs> he's like a human Woo. being. And he's like has just like this tragic flaw of like manipulation and like being not a. So you know, it just occurred to me in this moment. So if you think about the stuff that Elsa is dealing with, and she's always told, "Conceal, don't feel. Conceal, don't feel." And she can't quite pull it off. She can't pull off the concealing, right? And she totally beats herself up for that, and feels like that did great damage to her family. Think about the one person in the show who can conceal the whole (gasps) show. Deceit. To your point, my friend, right? Ooh. You don't see it until the very end. Because when he's he like, was I don't so love you. successful in concealing. Yeah. So I don't know what that says, but yeah. yeah. Are y'all excited for Frozen 2? So you know what's funny is the boys in the moving theater, um, you know, when that preview comes on, they're like, oh, I kind of want to see that. That's yeah. interesting, right? Yeah. It does look kind of exciting. When it first came out, I'll tell you, I think the previews did a terrible and absolutely abysmal job of advertising this movie. Because I saw it, and my interpretation of what was going to happen in this movie, I don't think I was like, I don't know, I must have been using less of my brain than I do now, because I genuinely thought it was about, like, this is weird, but I thought it was about fairies in a forest now and, like, their journey. Are you talking about previews for Frozen or for previews Frozen, for Frozen 2? Frozen 1. Oh, okay. And I was Sorry, like, I, don't I was talking that about movie. the previews for Frozen 2. No, Sorry. no, no. Free, Frozen 1. And I was like, that doesn't look I don't even, How do you even remember the previews because for Frozen I remember Frozen thinking, oh, wow. I just remember thinking this is going to be a <laughs> terrible movie and being very sad about it. And they also had one preview that I saw before, um, Hotel Transylvania 2. Why do I remember this? I don't know, but Holy I remember moly. it. And Sven comes out on the ice, and Olaf follows him, and that's the whole preview. And you're like, okay. And then I went to go see the movie, and I was like, what? And I think that's probably why it hit the world. So aside from the fact that it has beautiful music, and everyone was like, whoa, a, a Disney movie? Because like right before that, we had gotten Big Hero 6, which was a great movie, but it didn't have any music. And so it was like kind of disappointing, because it didn't have any like new songs that... like you crave when you come and see a Disney movie. And so seeing Frozen yeah. and getting all this new music was like a really awesome thing. And it was just such a surprise. Like, I don't know anybody who was expecting Frozen to be a really good movie. Right. And then it was. And you were like, whoa. And of course, obviously, <laughs> certain characters and certain songs get um, overplayed and people are like, eh, I don't like it anymore. But like, I right. think if people really go back and they really watch the movie like tr- kind of with fresh eyes and without like a six-year-old sister at their side um they can go <laughs> <laughs> and appreciate it um again that they did in theaters because i don't know i didn't i remember after seeing it i don't know a single person that was like i thought it was terrible and i had i don't know i just didn't 
I'm excited for Frozen 2. Yeah, I think it looks like it could be really interesting. I and so. I will tell you, I think you hit the nail on the head. Uh, I think Frozen, the music was just so overexposed. Mm-hmm. And know that the NYT production of Frozen, we're trying to turn that on its head just a little bit. Yeah. In other words, give you a, a little bit different experience and different perspective. And yeah. So what would you say to people who maybe are on the fence about auditioning for Frozen because they're like, oh, well... I don't really love Frozen and like, I mean, it's a little bit overplayed or whatever. Like, what would you say? Like, what are the few things that you'd tell them to convince them? So, you know, I just love the audition process in general. I love auditions because I love folks walking in and just showing what they can do. And you've got a minute. And so it's got to be sort of jam packed and really purposeful. And audition process itself is just so much fun. And, and I think informative, um, regarding the show, so we're just doing some things that are different. Mm-hmm. The ensemble is going to play a huge part in Frozen and in a dance-based way. So depending on who we have, like if we have some amazing ballerinas, mm-hmm. um, some folks who are really are just, you know, that's their thing and they love ballet, there's opportunity for us to create um, some truly ballet-based work um, and utilize those skills and I could go through I mean same with jazz and modern and contemporary styles too and with singing um, there are going to be some opportunities for advanced singers and Mm -hmm. um, folks to really grow and be leaders in a cast so we have put all of that in that's one thing Um, the second thing that I would say is so even if Frozen has been a little bit overplayed mm-hmm. and you kind of feel like it was your little sister's show, yeah. this w- is not that. It is not the movie. It is not your little sister's show. It's going to have a profound meaning, profound impact, lots of opportunity for folks to, to grow as actors and singers and dancers. Um, and I think the music itself is probably a little bit... Um, more than what folks would expect. So there are some really fun moments that are you wouldn't have experienced them unless you knew the show. Um, and then there are some really profound moments um, that are surrounding the family and the family context um, of the show yeah. uh, and the way those characters are developed. Yeah. There truly is a ton of opportunity. Yeah, It's going to be great. And it's going to be a beautiful show. And I would say... Um, on behalf of just Cypress in general and that campus, I love the way they interact with each other. The whole community, at least from what I saw, going back to Lion King, I don't have anything else to base this off of, but the kids that I know um, who are doing this show over to do Frozen are some of the sweetest, kindest people, and they really do, if you are on the fence, want you to come and join them in this show. Absolutely. And they will absolutely make you feel welcome, no doubt, because that is just where their heart is, and that's Mm -hmm. the kind of people that they are. And so maybe Frozen isn't your favorite show and you will obviously come to love it and enjoy it with all the new things that they're doing. But if that isn't enough to convince you, know that there are people there who want you to be there in the show and who are going to make sure that you have a good time. Um, I'll be there sometimes for rehearsals just to check in. I'll be doing podcasts. So awesome. if you if you audition for the show, you have a chance to be on the Ooh. podcast. If that isn't enough, then nothing is. Ah. There's, there's nothing else you could possibly want. No, but yeah. So, Jillian, I would just say, to dovetail on what you've just mentioned, there is magic in this show. Yeah. There is magic. There is theater magic, the power of theater. We're going to bring all of that out. And I just, folks are going to have a much different experience than 
anything related to the movie, yes. right? It's a great team. It's great material. Yeah. And, um, we've got some magical plans. I'm really excited. I got to work. I've worked with Jenny before on shows. Obviously, she's amazing, and she uh, she's such a good choreographer. She's so um, good with the kids and kind with them, and she's also really good at teaching and making sure everybody's on board and making. And she's really one thing I love about Jenny is that she's really good at utilizing the ensemble and not just like, mm-hmm. hey, here's here are my advanced dancers and here's what they're doing. And if you're the ensemble, you can go step touch in the back. Um, that's not what she's about. That's She's really good at making sure that everybody feels a part of the number. And if there's a step you don't know, then she will go over it with you and she'll make sure you know it and she'll make sure that you understand entirely. Jim Halford, I worked with camp in Cyprus this um, summer and he's so good with the kids and he's really good at being... He's a really fun guy. Uh, one thing I want to say about him is he... We did nicknames in camp and everybody <laughs> else was getting... No offense, children, but the worst nicknames I've ever heard in my life. I was roast beef. Um, <laughs> uh, Tori Tamez was smashed cake. Um, Miss Morales, do you remember what you were? Not exactly. I don't remember either. <laughs> uh, I remember one was... Somebody uh, was like singing bean or something. I don't remember. S- oh, history bean. History bean. Was that you? That wasn't me, was yes, it? Yes, it was. Oh, dear. You have a dog named Bean, and you I like do. history. That's true. You are history Bean. I was history Bean. Okay, see, that's why I don't remember. <laughs> I blocked it out. Faith <laughs> Holland <laughs> was just camera. So these are all terrible. And then we get to Mr. <laughs> Halford, and instead of enduring the pain... He was stealth. Instead of the enduring the pain that the rest of us did, he was just like, hey, my name's Jim, and I do karate, <laughs> and you can call me Sensei Slim Jim. And the kids were like, yeah. And they just <laughs> left it at that. And everybody called him Sensei Slim Jim, which is genius. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So he's really so. fun. You'll really enjoy working with him. Did I miss anybody? Erica. You Erica. About her. I already mm-hmm. talked about her. She's wonderful. Mm-hmm. And oh my gosh, she, she loves Jesus very much. Also, Tracy Bear. Tell us all of your great qualities, Tracy Bear. Go ahead. <laughs> well, I, I really just think that I am pretty amazing. <laughs> I am so on top of everything all the time. Yeah. Like whenever whenever I whenever I get an email, whenever something's going on, I like I respond to the parents right away and I help to coordinate and I have so many amazing amazing ideas all the time. Like I'm I'm truly just amazed with myself at how many great ideas I have. And I just, I love being a part of this team and, and I, I have truly so much to offer as well. And I'm, I'm just so excited. Oh, Tracy, you're so humble. We have so much to learn from you. <laughs> but it's all true. Oh yeah. About Tracy. But here's the big prank. It's <laughs> <laughs> the reason why we're all laughing, you guys. <laughs> if you, you, if you were bamboozled by the fact that this is not Tracy Bear, this is Rachel Holland once again on our NYT Antics podcast. You are (laughs) now legally obliged to audition for Frozen. Yes. And And the real Tracy Bear. And it's really just everything I think about Tracy because she truly is amazing. She's a wonderful woman. Amazing. (laughs) No, we love Tracy and she's going to be our production manager. She's wonderful. She has a child named McKenna who does NYT and McKenna's wonderful as well. Um, Miss Morales has two children, Colin and Sam, who do NYT and they're (laughs) wonderful as well. (laughs) And now... Not Tracy, but Rachel Bear also. <laughs> that would be Holland. Oh. <laughs> well, someone's getting defensive. The voice of God has spoken. 
<laughs> no, Rachel Holland has kids as well. Uh, what are their names again? I don't even. I do. Wait. Oh, I have kids. Yeah. Yes. None of them are here currently. Like That's Luke, amazing. Like Luke. Do, do you know all my kids' names? Jillian? Yeah, Luke, Carissa, Jacob, and Faith. Thank you. I, I think there's a fifth one. I just think you're hiding. Whoa. Them. Oh dear. Ryan. Ryan. <laughs> <That's his name. laughs> yes. I mean, no. He's an adult. Why would you say that? What the heck? I'm very adultish. Very adult-like. So adult. Like, extremely. Absolutely. Yeah, your rendition of Let It Go just that sent adult vibes. Sealed it. He's the understudy. Everybody. It fooled uh-huh. everybody. They mm-hmm. thought they were listening to the movie. I, did anybody, anybody, <laughs> anybody think no. they were listening to you the movie? You know what it reminded me of? Oh, here we go. Go for it. It reminded me of Teen Camp. Oh. oh. And we had our karaoke slash talent night because those are two very, very different things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it had to be karaoke slash talent. And um, well, you during... have to be talented to do karaoke. Oh, no, you do not. Oh. No, 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 no. That's the whole point of karaoke. Oh, well, is that's the people why I went in the not talent section. Talented. That's right. <laughs> the people who are not talented, like myself, can do karaoke. Ooh. I would never enter a talent competition you could oh no go outside your comfort zone <laughs> no oh, i'll okay. do karaoke that's far enough outside my comfort zone but i was shocked that was it every song that was a frozen oh, song i was actually really surprised by that how many folks wanted to sing frozen we had and every frozen thing, song you guys here's another selling point it's just fun people yeah. had fun with it it's right? like it's like high school musical where you're like i don't Okay, I the age from like fifth to seventh grade. For some reason, it's taboo to talk about Disney Channel original movies. <laughs> I don't know why, Love but I remember being musical. like, I can't tell anybody that I like Lemonade Mouth. And now I like walk <laughs> into a room and I'm like, We'll always be more than a band. And everyone's like, What the heck, Jillian? This is English class. Go away. <laughs> and so, um, no, but it's like it's kind of like High School Musical in the way that you're like, Oh, I don't really like that. I'm I'm not. I'm not seven. And then, like, when the song comes on, you're singing it at the top of your oh lungs, voice. and you can't help it. Mm-hmm. That's the Frozen songs. Mm-hmm. So the karaoke, the karaoke, karaoke song, karaoke song, karaoke. And karaoke. I know it's just Ooh, a mix. So culture. Actually, I'd I'd be okay with that. We do karaoke, teriyaki, <laughs> and then we do karaoke for your what twenty first birthday? For my twenty first birthday next year. I'm gonna. Yes. I'll throw you a karaoke party. We'll eat karaoke chicken, and you can sing every song you want. That actually sounds perfect. And half of them would be from High School Musical because that's whenever I do karaoke in the car because that's always where I sing karaoke. Yes. Um, High School Musical is what I pick because it's the best. What 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 are your what are y'all's favorite Frozen songs? Oh, so my friends. I'm going to say there is a song in Frozen called Queen Anointed. And it's just a beautiful, beautiful piece. And it's the moment in the Broadway show where you go, oh my gosh, the singers and the actors, dancers in this ensemble are like pros. Mm -hmm. Because there's no way you can sing something that big and mammoth and rangy, um, without being skilled and then go into also musical theater styles. I mean, it requires a lot of different um, understanding the voice and understanding of style Mm. um, to pull off Queen Anointed and then pull off some of the other ensemble pieces. So I got to say, I love the beauty of that piece. What about you? Ryan, do you know my favorite? 
Frozen song? I think that's It's I think not I Let this. It Go. What, uh, what, Jillian, do you, no, I want to know if Jillian knows. Is it Love is an Open Door? <laughs> yes! <laughs> oh my goodness, how did you I know love that? that so I remember I you complaining about how you had to get Jacob to sing it because you can't sing it with Ryan. And that you want to be able to duet the Although karaoke. Although he seems quite I'm an amazing singer. So oh, I don't know. you didn't know the song. Oh, <laughs> yikes. Oh. <laughs> you grabbed the mic for that. I would love to sing that with you, but you have oh. to learn the song. Ryan, that's your job. Get on that. I'm looking it up right now. Okay, good. good. Well, <laughs> while he does that, I'm going to sign off. Thank you to everybody who listened to our eighth episode. If you are auditioning for Frozen, you are in for such a treat. If you have any questions about auditions, rehearsals, uh, callbacks, show dates, anything like that, you can... Oh, my goodness. What was that? That was uh, the video that immediately came up after I searched for Love is an Open Door and clicked on MetroLyrics.com. Wait until so, later. Um, like I was saying, um, and if you have any questions, feel free to go to the website, <laughs> nationalyouththeater.org, or you can actually DM me on Instagram, and I will either give you the information or I'll find someone to give you the information. Thank you so much, and tune in next time. Adios. Thank you. Antics.